Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. Hey, I'm John Ryan. Hey, John. I get the right microphone. Say it again. I'm John Ryan. There you are, John Ryan. He's our digital camera expert. He'll be in studio today taking your camera questions and calls. And if you're trying to figure out how to get that better picture or what's out there for technology, John comes in every, I don't know, three or four or five months, depending on, you know, his schedule. And, you know, he's very busy with uh, charity walks these days. King of the charity walks. <laughs> so feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and uh, we'll do some technology questions and, of course, digital camera questions. But I do have some news I've got to bring up. It's really very important. It's very apropos of what's going on here in the state. Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, uh, Speaker Simowitz, who's on his way to the no-toll rally right now, I'm sure, uh, is uh, very interested in this story. In Illinois, Illinois, an equally bankrupt state oh, yeah. like, like Connecticut with the exact same problems we have, in Illinois, the very progressive, forward-thinking folks there are going to pr- propose changing the registration fees for electric car drivers. Now, right now, the, elect- the fees to register your electric car in Illinois, or any car, is $17.50 a year. Wow. Yeah. Now, what do you think they're proposing for the electric cars to pay going forward? Oh, God. Pick a number, John. How, how? $1,500. Oh, wow. You're closer than I thought you would be, but you have gone over. Ah, uh, well. So basically, it's $1,000 they want to charge the electric car drivers because guess what? No gas tax. They're not. They're just avoiding taxes, John, by not driving knuckle-dragging, oh troglodyte uh, gas-powered vehicles. So they're going to whack them. I know they gave them the Green Beret for buying the car. Yeah. Now they're going to take it back. So they're going to charge them for uh, those electric scooters that people have too? Probably. Hey, be careful. Now, I know, again, Eric Simowitz is on his way to the toll rally, I'm sure, and he's saying to himself, yelling at the radio, Eric, no, 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 hold my beer. <laughs> Here in Connecticut... <laughs> That's $1,000. Come on, Illinois. We could do better than that. I'm sure he's right now saying he could do your number at 15 easily. I mean, why oh, not yeah. pick it? Maybe two, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Because clearly here in Connecticut, the electric car drivers are evil, just as evil as the ones in Illinois who are not paying the gas taxes. I know somebody told you you'd save money. I know they told you that you're going to be saving the planet, but they still want your money. So. Uh, I couldn't believe this when I saw it. But then again, of course you can believe it. Sure, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's sad but true. Uh, we'll see what happens in Illinois. It's a proposal. I'm sure they're, you know, as here in Connecticut when they say your, our tolls are going to be uh, three cents a mile. That's just a starting point, really. Three cents, six cents, ten cents, fifty cents. 
This thousand wonder, bucks is probably a starting point. I wonder how long point. before they decide to do tolls on the secondary roads because nobody's driving on the highways anymore. They'll toll the sidewalks if they can yeah. do it. Uh, so I had to bring that up. You can't, but can't make it up. And I figured I'd bring that up for you guys so you can, you know, see what's going on out there. So let's get some digital camera news in. Anything you want to talk about, John? Sure, I do. Um, all of you, all the people out there who use Adobe, some of you may have gotten a love letter from Adobe last week mm-hmm. saying that you were possibly subject to third-party lawsuits if you continue to use uh, older Creative Cloud software. That Creative Cloud, that's when uh, Adobe decided, hey, we don't want to just sell you the product. We want to rent you the product. Yeah. We make more money and we we just uh, have better control. Right. Um, speculation goes back to it's all based on the tiff that uh, Adobe and Dolby Labs are having about their encoding for audio and things like that. Um, but I don't understand. I mean, my creative cloud, my creative cloud updated last night. Yeah. As long as you're connected to the internet, you are updated whether you want to or not. It just updates. Right. Yeah. You did. That's the whole point of being current and renting it forever. Absolutely. Now, I will say there are a lot a lot of things in the most current version of Photoshop and Lightroom that I don't use. I'll never use. Right. I just look at them. So if you're in the same position where you've got all this stuff, you can go to the Adobe website, and Adobe thoughtfully, thoughtfully provides <laughs> legacy versions of the standalone software. What? Their entire line yeah. that you can download for free, Mac Be- or PC. Because you're paying for it monthly. No, 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 no. Anybody. Really? Yeah, you just have to register for an Adobe ID. That doesn't mean you have to give them any money. Oh, neat. You register for your Adobe ID, and you can go, and you you got to dig a little bit, but mm-hmm. everything's there. I believe the current one is uh, Photoshop CS6, All right. which is the last version before they went to the Creative Cloud version, Lightroom, yep. Acrobat. Uh, Premiere, wow. everything they do. It's and you all just get to register. Just you download it. You download it and the serial number's right there. You do it, it's done. Hmm. But bear in mind, it's the older version. There's no updates. You get what you get. For free, yeah. For hey, free, yeah, absolutely. For a guy like me, that works. Absolutely. Um, let's see, what else, what other fun stuff? Ah, yeah, for all you vloggers out there, mm. bloggers, uh, YouTubers, Venmo aficionados. Uh, people who just like to see themselves on camera, what have you. <laughs> DJI, the drone company, has mm-hmm. now set a brand new level for the bar. Oh, wow. On Thursday, they released the DJI Osmo Pocket. It looks just like a GoPro. Mm-hmm. Same size, same weight, same angle of view, same lens, everything. The interesting thing, though, is it has a color LED screen on the front next to the lens. So if you're in a selfie mode, you can actually see yourself. You can see yourself taking a selfie. You can see yourself, yes. It's uh, it's waterproof to 33 feet, just mm-hmm. like the GoPros. Um, external mic. I mean, it has a built-in mic. It has a jack for external mic. Uh, Wait, this is the this is what you have here. No, no, this is the DJ Osmo Pocket. This is something. Oh, different, different. Osmo. Yeah, too um, many names. Too many names, but uh, it's so it's got not the, a pocket. It's the it's the action. Action. It's right, the Osmo yeah. action, not the pocket. Oh, yep. Okay. 
145 degree angle of view, ISO 100 to 3200, so it's great low light, it's great outside. Yeah. Uh, video, 4K, actually uh, two 4K modes, 16 by 9, 4 by 3, uh, 24 to 60 frames a second. Wow. Then if you get down to 1080, uh, it's 200 and, well, 24 frames a second up to 240 frames a second, mm-hmm. uh, 720, slow motion, HDR, all that fun stuff, Bluetooth, built-in wireless, 802.1, what is it, A, B, G, N, and A, C. Does it have an autopilot mode, too? I'm thinking <laughs> that it'll go get you a beer if you want to. <laughs> yeah. um, wow. It focus- This is the kind of cool part. It focuses from two and a half inches to infinity. Infinity? Yeah, so I mean, you know, you can see, you know, the next county, whatever. But wow, um, the amazing thing is, this has a touchscreen <clears throat> interface screen on the front, yeah, a touchscreen interface on the back, and it'll fit in your pocket. So no more carrying around these big Canon G7s or or whatever. If you're a vlogger, or if you're a vlogger, yeah, sure. You plug in your little auto or your little external mic. Mm-hmm. And you can get. Wait a minute! 4K. It doesn't have a mic. It has a microphone. Oh, I was going to say, why would they? <laughs> but the external mic, you can plug in a little lavalier yeah. mic. You can plug in one of the Rode mics, Bluetooth. whatever, for better sound. Yep, yep. But basically, they're just telling uh, GoPro, "Hey, look what we did! Mm-hmm. How come you haven't done this?" Interesting. I, I and it's three hundred and forty nine dollars. Actually, three hundred and forty nine dollars seems to be a, a DJI price point. Because yeah. uh, my new toy is yeah. the Osmo Pocket, which is a little handheld gimbal. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Turn it on. It self-calibrates. It's got filters, all kinds of stuff, and it's 4K. But, it, yeah, it's a camera that's built into the gimbal. Instead right. of taking that and attaching your cell phone, the old the gimbal that they had up before, they just said, we'll just put the, the camera in for you. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking that some engineer was sitting there and goes, you know, I got this gimbal, but I don't want a drone. I'm just going to mount it to a handle. And they go, hey, we can sell that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, comes with a, a iPhone adapter. Comes with an Android adapter. Yeah. You download the DJI's. And bear in mind, I don't get any money from DJI. No, I just no, think this no. is amazing. Yeah. Um, you download the DJI MIMO app, mm-hmm. and as soon as you plug it in and turn it on, your uh, smartphone now becomes your screen, and you can control the Osmo. Actually, both Osmos, because they both use uh, the MIMO uh, app. So okay. you can do the action or this. Um, the cool thing about the uh, Osmo Pocket is it's got a little Wi-Fi adapter. You can set the thing into its little stable base, and you can control it from wherever you are. It's amazing. It is. It is. It's just getting more more and more amazing. Oh, that's one of the other cool things about the Osmo Action. Mm-hmm. It's voice-controlled. Really? Yeah. You can tell it what to do, and it'll do it. Just, Wait, so just, as you're taking the picture of yourself – you can tell it to take a picture of yourself. Yeah, pretty much. And you have you have a video of it of you telling you to take a picture of yourself. That sounds it's like just, some sort of weird time loop, frankly. It, yeah, is it that is. Is going to break is. the time continuum there? I, I, I think so. I, you know, we probably have to find Marty McFly and ask him about that. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, you know, and the, the specs are almost identical. Well, they are identical to the GoPro Hero 7, which is the current GoPro. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only one that's more interesting in the GoPro line is the GoPro Fusion, which actually can give you a 360-degree right. panoramic if you want. But is DJI? No, DJI is a Chinese company. It's a Chinese company. I'm yeah. wondering if GoPro ever had them make their cameras in the past. <laughs> I don't know. The, well, the technology is amazing. Of course, yeah. they probably just went into a camera store and said, hey, we like this. Let's yeah. make our own. I know, I know. Now, for all of you who don't want to spend $349, I do have an option for you. 
Okay. Um, <clears throat> company called Hype, H-Y-P-E. They make the IFX, and you can get these on Amazon. Again, mm-hmm. I don't have an Amazon affiliate link, so <laughs> buy it wherever you want to. Yeah. But uh, they make the IFX camera. On Amazon, you can – and these things look like little GoPros. They look identical. If you set them up and you stand away, you wouldn't know which is which. They have the same GoPro, uh, Lexan case, everything. You can buy a two-pack of them for $44.89. A two-pack? A two-pack, yes. Wow. Uh, But they're only 1080p. Uh, only? only that's high res enough. But the interesting thing about it is, it has a yeah. better camera. It's 16 megapixel, whereas the Action and the GoPro Hero Seven are only 12. Interesting. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Wi-Fi, they, they're Wi-Fi controllable, so you you can control them that way. Um, they do take you know mini SD cards, just like all of these guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The reason I got them is. Um, I had a job where there was a really good chance my GoPro was going to get destroyed, and I didn't want to have my GoPro destroyed. And this was right around Black Friday, so I was in Home Depot. Yeah. And Home Depot had these, you know, their Black Friday sale where they mm-hmm. went. They had a whole case. I bought three of them. Jeez. They got knocked around. They yeah. got beat up, but they still work. All three. All three of them. Wow. They got beat up. They, I, I was sure. It's like, eh, I'm out 60 bucks. It's not that big a deal. I'll just right. bill for, the, for a destroyed GoPro. No, yeah. not really. But <laughs> – they 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 take the abuse. It's amazing. Now wow. you know these would be great for kids, for people starting out. Um, they have a little LCD screen on the back, so you can actually see what you're filming. It's the it's the hype. Hype H Y P E I F X. But not the one F X. The I. Yeah, it might be one F X. I, I. No, it's so they have a headset too. They do headsets as well. They do virtual yeah. reality. It looks like. Yeah, so we'll put some I F X. Yeah, neat. But it looks just like the GoPro. I mean, this is a great thing to give kids if you want. If they want to get into filming and you know they're going to destroy it, you can count on them. They're destroying it. Give them this. Yeah, it's it's this a price. challenge to destroy it now. That's good. Um, Very cool. Let's see. Uh, something else. Oh, well, yeah. we got to step out for a quick break. Sure. Uh, we'll get step out for a quick break, and uh, we've got three lines open for you guys. The Big Digital Camera Show, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Feel free to get online if you want to talk cameras with John, and we'll bring up some more uh, technology news. We'll be right back. And we are back. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. This is the Big Digital Camera Show. John Ryan's in the studio to help you out with your digital camera questions. Let's get right to your calls. We've got Steve in Colchester on the longest. Going on, Steve? Good morning. morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Yeah, I've got a question for John. Sure, go ahead. And luck would have it, it's about GoPros. (laughs) Sort of. Uh, Ever since the last two weeks, I haven't been able to uh, open the file info on the the Windows Explorer. Uh, What this gave you was uh, it broke down the picture, all the uh, stats and everything. Uh Plus, if it was uh, a camera that had uh, GPS, you could get... uh, it would bring up a map, and it would pinpoint. Oh, the metadata. Yeah. And I, I, it doesn't work anymore. Which uh, GoPro do you have? I've got a bunch of them, but this this is a 7. Really? Huh. Um, this is when you're in when you're in Explorer and File Explorer is not showing? Uh, yeah, it's the last 
last choice when you right click it. It says uh, file info. Yeah. What what operating system are you running, Steve? Windows ten. Are you using the GoPro uh, desktop app to look at stuff? Yes. Okay. Uh, have you updated your GoPro desktop app? Because I know that there's been a couple of updates. I just updated mine in March, I think it was. But I try not to use it. I just download from the card, and I use either Photoshop or Premiere for this for the prints, or I'll use. Um, Premiere for video. Uh-huh. And Photoshop well, will give you all the metadata too under the info tab, you know, the info section. It'll give you the GPS right. coordinates and all that as well. Right. So it could be a Windows 10 issue where they updated it and took away or, or screwed up as it possibly could have happened, uh, the metadata availability. Yeah. Uh, it's China. not just GoPro. It's, it's, you know, all my cameras that have a GPS input. So is the file sitting on your computer, or are you exploring it through the camera itself? It's on the computer. Okay, so it is local to the machine. So you're not alone. I'm finding a lot of issues with Windows 10 and, and metadata. Um, and the, the key here is to figure out which solution is going to solve your particular problem. Because you you right-click now and you go to the info. There is no info? Yeah, there is a, there is a thing that says uh, file info. Yep. And and when I click it, uh, nothing happens. And if I click it again, it'll uh, the uh, picture will go into the, the small mode. Okay, the hmm. thumbnail. Do you uh, do you have Photoshop? No. So the only the only uh, software you have to view the pictures is window within Windows, or the desktop, the GoPro desktop. Right. Well, there's a couple apps in uh, onboard uh, Windows 10. Yeah. Photos, but they're not much to look at. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I think that perhaps you might want to take and uh, if you can if you've got a friend who's got Photoshop or something, take your card and download a picture, open it up in Photoshop, and check and see if the data is there. That will at least rule out um, the operating system being an issue. Yeah. yeah, I think it could be the operating system, too. So over this break, I'm going to go do some more research, Steve, and see if I can find Windows 10 uh, metadata issue solutions for you. So uh, we'll see if we can find some answers for that. Okay, Steve? Okay. Is there a economical version of Photoshop that I could get? Absolutely. Go to the Adobe site, register, get an Adobe ID, go find the legacy stuff, and you can download either... Uh, Photoshop CS6 or Adobe Photoshop Elements for free. We'll put They're a link. Older versions, though. We'll put a link up there for you, Steve, okay? Great. That would be great. All right. We'll be back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. I'm John Ryan. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. The big digital camera show. And if you've got digital camera questions, you got you know questions about editing pictures, you got questions about putting them together in a presentation or whatever, Feel free to get online, and uh, John is here, our resident digital camera expert, to help you out. I know it's a gorgeous Saturday here in Connecticut, which we've had very few of, um, but if you're on the way to the dump, making a dump run or what have you, feel free to give us a ring. We're here to help you out, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. I did post that uh, some answers as far as the metadata question for the last caller that might assist uh, uh, him in finding where the metadata went. Uh, there in Windows 10. It should be there, but 
he might not be using the tool right because they could have updated it on him and changed Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So let's get back to your calls. We're going to go to Sherry in West Hartford next. Sherry, what's going on? Oh, hi. Um, I actually don't have a, a photo question, but okay. I do have um, a question about my computer. Right. It's about seven or eight years old. It's wow. Windows 7. Yep. And I'm thinking of getting a new computer. Yes. And wanted to know how do I transfer all of the information I have on this computer to the new computer? Well, it's. do you have a backup, Sherry? Yes, I do. All right. How are you backing it up? Is it with a software package, or are you simply copying and pasting the data? I have it on um, a hard drive, a separate hard drive. It's a hard drive. Are you using a program to, to back it up, or are you just doing a copy and a paste to move the data? I'm just doing you know, file by file, just backing it up that way. You're, ma- you're manually copying and pasting yes. it. Mm-hmm. So there's your answer, really. Um, you can ju- you've got your backup of your data. I would do a copy and paste from your Windows 7 to the drive and then buy your new computer, which will be Windows 10. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you can't really move programs. You have to reinstall programs. But data, you can recopy back. So make a directory and then copy the data back to the new computer. It should, it's that simple um, if you're moving data. simple. <laughs> well, if you can do it the one way, you're just doing it back. Yeah. So all you got to do is make a directory, uh, you know, set up, Set up your uh, folder structure. You know whatever you want to have. You can, if you're going to put it into documents that you know based on the Microsoft's folder structure, you can do that into, into my documents, or you can create your own, you know, Windows Seven data directory. And and because you're going to have gobs of space on whatever machine you buy, because your machine is seven years old, it probably has a very small hard drive compared to the standard drive that's going to be out there. Yeah, I have a four gigabyte. Four gig. Yeah. Or four terabyte. No, it's gig. Four I'm afraid. Gig. Yeah, it's pretty tiny. That's pretty tiny. It, it does what, what I need it for. It does. Yeah. The, the other thing that, um, and this goes into the photo, actually, is yeah. that I have Picasso on this, which I love. Yeah. And it, I really love that. But it's gone. It's gone. I know. And I know. I, that's one of the reasons I'm reluctant to switch computers, because I really do like that program. Well, so your computer eventually is going to quit on you. Yep. And uh, the folks at Microsoft are not going to update it anymore. Uh, with security patches starting on January 14th. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I understand, but I think you're going to have to find a new tool. Yeah, now, if she's I've using Picasso... I've tried the Google Photos. I really don't like it. Yeah? What, what should you use instead of Google Photos or Picasso, John? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I'm a huge fan of Lightroom for stuff like that, but Lightroom can be a little intense for people. Mm-hmm. Um It'll do what you want. It'll be as simple as you want. But when you look at the interface, it's like, oh, my God, I'm never going to use all this stuff. Yeah. And do you uh, use it to catalog or do you use it for editing, Sherry? Uh, I use it for everything. I mean, yeah. I like the way it's structured. I like the files and albums and everything is so easy. Mm. So uh, it's just a wonderful program. And it's, uh, I use it all the time. And now I have everything. It's very easy to sort your pictures, to file your pictures. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, Picasso was a great software package. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think with its demise, the replacements that are out there are, and this is my opinion, mm. next to useless. Exactly. Mm. Um, yeah. It's almost, I would suggest if you didn't mind spending some money, mm-hmm. um, you could buy the Adobe Photoshop Elements it's a really pared down but really functional version of Photoshop, and it does all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could go to the Adobe site, register, get a uh, 
an Adobe ID, and you get some cloud storage. I think they give you a gigabyte of cloud storage for free, too. Hmm. Um, and you can download one of the older – you can usually download one of the trials. Do a, do a free download of, of Elements. Play with it. See if you like it. Mm-hmm. Then drop, I think, it's seventy nine ninety nine if you want to do that. Or you find a legacy version, which is usually about two versions earlier than mm-hmm. the newest version. But it still has a lot of great stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be my – I mean there's nothing that compares to Picasso or is set up. Like a Picasso? No, 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 no. Unfortunately, when somebody comes up, again, in my opinion, with a good software package, it's a race to the bottom to see how long they can take to screw it up. Yep. Okay, (laughs) I know. Isn't that awful? They had a great program, and they they let it go for some reason. Yeah, well, it wasn't making them any money. Oh, that's a good reason. Okay. I guess so, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for the advice. All right, Sherry, good luck. Appreciate it. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, let's move on to... uh, We've got Scott in West Hartford with a camera question. Hey, Scott, what's up? Hi, Eric, and uh, gentlemen, thank you for taking my call. Sure. I had a uh, question about cameras. I know I'm learning a lot about software today, but (laughs) uh, my situation is I do a lot of worldwide hiking and uh, adventure travel. Wow. And I've been using a couple of AW100s, you know, one for backup and one as a primary. Sure. I'm I'm reluctant to bring a uh, you know a fancy one of my fancier cameras, and then having it get soaked or wet or just it's a hassle bringing those. So I'm looking to replace these. They're getting kind of old and beat up, and they're waterproof and shockproof, but it doesn't have a telephoto. So about 90% of the pictures I take I can do on those cameras. But I was trying to upgrade and maybe use one as a backup and I have a primary with a telephoto. It's durable, and uh, I've heard a lot about mirrorless. Uh, I'm not sure if I should go that direction, but I'm definitely in the market to hmm. try and find something. Have you guys got any suggestions maybe? There's some great mirrorless cameras out there, absolutely wonderful mirrorless cameras. Um, Ruggedized? Oh, well. This guy's an adventure ru- hiker. Uh, yeah, I don't even know as, what that as, means or what that is. No, you're not a hunter, traveler. <laughs> hiker, I said hiker. Yeah, you're, so you're out oh, there. Hiker, yes. Yeah, I mean Manadnock is pretty much my top of my list. <laughs> there are um, <laughs> there are a number of um, skins that you can buy to put on the camera for abuse. You could. There are waterproof housings you can buy that will allow you to use lenses. The only problem is with telephoto lenses and housings. Um, waterproof, waterproof housings, there's you're no way you're going to get a port that's going to go on there and allow you to use a telephoto. So that means you're going to have to get um, something that's pretty durable. Now, I know Olympus, their mirrorless lines are pretty, pretty, pretty strong stuff. And the new Fuji um, mirrorless cameras, again, pretty sturdy, uh, com- very wide range of lenses for both of them. But you got to um, buy an enclosure, John? Uh, yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're going to be getting them in the water, yes, there's uh, no way you no way around it. Um, anything anything that takes an interchangeable lens, you got to have something that protects that mount because mm. there's no waterproof mount because gotcha. it's two things ah. mating together. Mm-hmm. Um, your best bet would be to stay with the all in ones. I mean, Nikon has their uh, what is it P six thousand, which is a f- absurdly wide zoom lens something like 24 to 600 hmm. 
wow. um, all in one camera. Um, relatively small. It's a cool pix. Uh, yeah, it's cool pix P six thousand. Um P six hundred. Um, not inexpensive. Well, this guy's durable. an adventure hiker. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Come on. Um, <laughs> he's got carabiners that are more expensive than my car. Probably. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I listened to Jill on money, so I have. I'm all set. There it is. You're yeah. this station has put hooked you up. Um, <laughs> Canon, their uh, the G one X, G seven X, the newest one. Um, when you say telephoto, what kind of telephoto are you looking for? Are you looking to be able to stand 100 yards away and get a face shot of a lion? Or are you looking for, like, the portrait range? Uh, well, usually uh, I get I get you there. I've been on some safaris, and I've been fortunate enough that I did bring some reasonably good cameras there because yeah. you're in a Jeep. But I went to Belize last December and uh, went out with a birder, and the guy showed us 45 birds. And I just didn't have a camera that could zoom in to get a good shot. You know what hmm. I'm saying? Well, now, you know, that's so, where that Nikon might might uh, yeah. work for you. Actually, on the website where they um, the they 6, show you all the information, yeah, they right. actually have pictures of birds. And they have close-ups of the moon and all that stuff taken with the camera. Actually, a friend of mine is going to Africa this fall, and that's the camera he's taking with him. Hmm. Is, it, which one is that? This, uh, the 6, Nikon. 000? The Nikon P6000, yeah. yeah. And, it's a little heavy. It, well, that's okay because I could use that, and if it's not as durable as I'd like, I could use the 100s because if it's that bad of weather, I'm not going to take pictures probably sure. anyway. Hmm. But if you're out there at a nighttime shot, you know, we were down in New Zealand, and I didn't have a 35 millimeter uh, to take a beautiful sky shot, you know, set it up on a little tripod right. or something. So this would be great, and if it's rainy or lousy weather or you're going rafting, I could just, you know, keep it in a waterproof bag. Sure, sure. Like. Man. Boy, that's a big tip. I'm going to look at that. Yeah, I, the, I think uh, I think you might like it. Like I said, it's it's really nice. I played with my friend's uh, camera. I was amazed. But bear in mind, it does have an element of digital zoom. So mm-hmm. when you get out into that long range, long telephoto range, you're going to make sure you want on a support because breathing – will make the camera bounce. So you want to support it as best you can. Okay. Well, we use uh, poles. We have a tripod. Our poles are set up so you can put mount your camera. Oh, there you go. You're all set then. You don't have a tripod with you uh, or whatever. Anyway, Hmm. gentlemen, I really appreciate that. I'm going to look into that this weekend. Sounds good. Scott, send us some pictures of uh, your trips out there. Will do. All right. (laughs) Thanks. See you later. Yeah, take it easy. Wow. An adventure hiker. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the Instagram influencers. Uh, oh, know. those dinglings! You seeing those people that are hanging off of trains and yeah. Well, did you see that a lot of restaurants and hotels are basically saying we don't care, we we're not going to work with you anymore. Leave us alone. What do you mean? They don't uh, care. Well, you know the. Not a- not all influencers. What they'll do is they'll create a working relationship uh, with something to get something for free, mm-hmm. on the premise that their seventy five followers right, will right. all go 
Right, right, right. So they're they're saying no more, no more. We're not going to do this anymore. Yeah, these people are nuts. Yeah, they're nuts just to get a crazy picture, a yeah, selfie. Absolutely. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. Two lines open for you, Danny and Bruce. Hang on. This is Computer Talk. This is the big digital camera show. Everything we've talked about so far has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you go to Facebook and like, like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, the uh, information may get into your newsfeed if Zuckerberg feels it worthy. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Two lines open for you. I know it's a beautiful Saturday in Connecticut, which is pretty rare. And I know you're headed to the rally, uh, the toll rally there at the Capitol. So the anti-toll rally. You're not going there to support tolls. (laughs) Uh, Otherwise known as taxes, additional taxes on top of the gas taxes and gross receipts taxes. And I'm sure Aerosimowitz heard my story about the electric car registrations at a thousand dollars. So I'm not. I'm sure that's coming to a state near you too, right, John? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Why not? <laughs> we can't let the electric car guys get away with not paying gas taxes. That's just that's just wrong. They're avoiding taxes. You can't avoid taxes. All right, I digress. Uh, but feel free to get online. Two lines open for you. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We're gonna go right to Bruce in Torrington next. What's going on, Bruce? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. I had called last week, and you said this gentleman that is in there now might have an idea, and I'm the one that had the, a small um, a mini keychain with the little digital pictures on it, and I want to enlarge them. I was able to oh. download them on a stick. Yes. Well, of course, we bring them up. They're digitized. Is there anything that this gentleman might know? So it's a keychain. Let, let me try to re- re- give him a little more information yeah. from my recollection. He's got a digital keychain with these thumbnail-sized pictures, yep. so the pixel, they're very low res. How can he blow them up to a larger res, like five by seven, right, Bruce? Yes. So that he can get a fairly good picture with a very low res picture. Is there a way to to beef it up or or fake or it out? Or um. Or, or well, it- there's a, there's a couple of programs out there. There's a program by a guy named Fred Miranda. Uh, M I R A N D A, and it's called Stair Step Interpolation. Okay. And what it does is it takes the files and through a bunch of preset steps and an algorithm he developed, it enlarges it. I have to tell wow. you, though, straight up, the probably – oh, and uh, Genuine Fractals is another one too. Uh, the, probably the biggest you're going to get is going to be 4 by 6 and that's it. And it will look really good as long as you're standing across the room looking at it. If you're oh, up okay. close, I mean yeah. – that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I did do that. I went to Walmart, sat at the machine, plugged in the stick, and they came up on the screen really nice. Yeah. But when I developed them in the 4x6, they were all fuzzed out. If I did, if I stood back and looked at it, which is kind of not what I want. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this software is right here. It's going to try to it's gonna try to try mess with the pixel information and right. guess what, what would be in those spots, right? That's yeah. what it's trying to do. It's going to place pixels in there. The, the other way you could do it, um, and this is a shot in the dark, uh, is photos are pixel-based. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, designs, you know, you, like, you, you see the illustrations that people do where mm-hmm. they paint it and stuff like that. That's a vector-based mm-hmm. uh, image. Now, it, what you could do, and if you have access or you know somebody who's a designer like that, 
if you import the file into a software program like Adobe Illustrator, somebody called it, and suggested that converts it to a vector based, and you could probably enlarge it because it doesn't really affect the pixels. Okay. What it affects is the image itself. Um, hmm. She did say that. She didn't mention why it worked, the vector yeah. versus pixel, but she did suggest that solution. Yeah. The other option is if you have Photoshop, and I, yep. don't, I don't know if you do or not, what you do is you go, you open up the image, you go to image size. You look okay. at, and, and over on the image size, it'll say in inches. If it's a drop-down menu, you click to percent. Right. Then in the box where it says 100%, mm-hmm. you, you just pick one of the one of the measurements and you make it 110 and hit OK. Mm-hmm. And you keep doing that. And periodically you stop and look and you increase okay. it by 10%. So I'm guessing your image is probably 2 by 3 inches at you know, maybe 72 dpi for that uh, mm. that viewer. Theoretically, mm-hmm. what you could do is you could get it up to like 4 by 6 at 72 dpi, which is mm-hmm. not obnoxious, yeah. not wonderful, but not obnoxious. It's an impressionist look. Yeah, well, it de- depending, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. but so you can always back off too. Yeah. And you yeah. get to the point where it looks okay, and then just add borders to make it four by six. Okay. Right. That's probably well, the best way. But I would try well, the illust- I would try Adobe Illustrator if you know somebody who's got it. And there was another one. Uh, geez, I can't remember. They had a funny name like Nat or something like that. It was uh, it was free because uh, Photoshop you got to pay for. I get you can get a basic one, but a good Photoshop it, it costs you some bucks. Mm. But he said this other one, geez, I forget the name of it, and it was Gimp? free. And he was it Gimp G I M P. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Gimp is open source. It's a. Uh, it's interesting. It, it'll it's a different learning curve. That's for sure. Yeah. So try yeah. Gimp. I got to go, Bruce. But hopefully that's okay, you got all the information we got, man. Okay, that's good enough for me. All right. Good luck. Bye. 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 So uh, Bruce will expand those little pictures. That's great. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Three lines open for you. This is Computer Talk, the big digital camera show. John Ryan's in the house. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 